0: This episode is available to watch as a video podcast, exclusively on the Talking Backwards Patreon page. Sign up today over at patreon.com talkingbackwards. Who do you guys like better, Bob Coop or Doug Coop? Who's Doug Coop? <laughs> Dougie Coop. Dougie Jones? Dougie Jones. Jane
1: E's husband? Yes. <laughs> Douglas yes. Jones. Well, that's my husband, Douglas <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um,
3: David Copperhead. So Bob Coop. You prefer the Majorsan. The Majorsan. Bob Coop. The Majorsan is my preferred curb. Coop. Let's do it. I like Dougie. Welcome back to Talking Backwards, a Twin Peaks podcast, a long-form discussion of every episode of Twin Peaks with three unique perspectives. I'm Dave Jackson. Long form, yes,
0: definitely not short form.
3: I'm Dave Jackson, joined by Patrick Mayhan. Hey, everybody, and Tyler Mullins. Yes,
1: I am here, and I'm ready to peek, <laughs> to peek.
0: <laughs> let's <laughs> let's take a peek into this episode, shall we? Yeah, yeah. Let's take a peek with the Pat stats. Holla
3: out your boy for some Pat stats, stats, stats.
0: This is part 9 of Twin Peaks Return, a.k.a. Season 3, Episode 9, a.k.a. This is the chair from Twin Peaks, the limited event series. How do we begin this episode?
2: Uh, Got
3: light. <laughs> are we <laughs> still now there? We, we have left that behind for the moment. Uh, but we are just shortly removed from that. Uh, Mr. C had been shot and was revived by the God of Lightsmen. Ooh. And so now he it's it's morning at this point. And he's still just walking down the road. Doesn't have a car. And you know, I just, just want to say, it with it.
0: he looks great.
3: I was gonna say he looks rough. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I meant to say. He looks like he has been through it, yeah. and and he has. Yeah, he has. But uh, he snatches a bandana off of a post. I guess he's gonna give himself a, a little wipe. <laughs> he doesn't need a wipe down. He, he, <laughs> this ahead. this man needs a wipe down. Yeah. That that's that's how we start. Just uh, a. <laughs> Mr. C haven't come around. Yeah, so we immediately cut to um, another shot of our FBI plane. Did mm-hmm. you
0: guys notice anything about the shot of the plane?
1: It's the same plane that Billy Zane died on.
0: <laughs> I don't think it's the same. It's the Zane plane. But uh, is th- that a Z plane? <laughs> this particular shot of the plane is reversed. The numbers on the side of the plane are reversed.
1: That's so you can see it in your rear view mirror.
0: Yeah. Sure. Um it's for safety. Same plane we saw in part seven when we saw the plane. Um, don't know if you guys noticed anything about I don't think I brought it up in that episode about that shot, but the windows on the plane flicker <laughs> in the shot. They appear and disappear briefly. Yes. So weird shots going on with the plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the FBI plane here. Huh.
1: Yeah, didn't catch any of that. Me neither. did we watch the same
3: Show it's all, about, it's all about the details, baby. Thanks, man. Let's talk in details, babe. <laughs>
0: Talking <laughs> details.
3: Now we're on the plane. Uh, Mr. Cole is getting some coffee from Tammy and a call that's been patched through from the Pentagon. It's uh, Colonel Ernie Hudson
0: seems important, it
3: does seem important. Now he's saying that uh, Cole needs to come down to Buckhorn. Mm. South Dakota, but uh, that's not what Cole hears, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Colonel, I don't appreciate the language one bit.
0: That's such a great bit. (laughs) Because you know what he thinks he heard. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck horn. That's right.
1: (laughs) Yes. That's where uh, Buck is from.
3: I also ask, uh, I like that. Uh, Tammy asks him to keep his voice down while he's on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> go, what? But it, it doesn't stir Diane and Albert yet, but it's as he's reading off the name of who he has to meet that he finally wakes Diane up. Yeah. Capital K. I feel like Diane's Small N. <laughs>
0: not the person you want to wake up.
3: Yeah. She doesn't seem like a morning person. <laughs> uh, then we go to the farm that was mentioned. Dead dog. In the previous episode. Do so you think this is the farm? I think this is the
0: farm I that Ray was talking about. I think it's a farm. Wouldn't Ray already be there? Wouldn't he have beaten
3: <laughs> Coop to the farm? No. I, I think that he would know to stay away because he said looks like he got some help, so I'm gonna do something. I thought
0: else. but didn't he didn't wasn't his language like something he'll find he he'll find me there? Like the farm. That's what he says of Philip on the phone.
3: Yeah, I think that's why he's not going there. <laughs>
0: I got the impression that he was going to the farm, and this just happens to be a farm where they killed some farmers.
3: I figured he was not going to go to the farm because he's not ready to die. I think there are two farms and two visions. Because um, it seems like uh, what I don't what I think is
0: this is a separate place. Because I think Boop expected to go here anyway, because mm-hmm. he because Hutch and Chantel were there. Mm-hmm. I don't really think they have anything to do with Ray. Um, I think he planned on killing Ray and going to this place. Well, he planned and, um, on killing Ray outside of the car. right. Exactly. So Ray was never going to make it to the farm, period. right? But he was only well, unless he got the information that he wanted, he wasn't going to kill him until he, he got the information, the coordinates.
3: It seemed like he was about to kill him. If he <laughs> didn't, did, have, if he's... he didn't have bullets, he wouldn't have had the coordinates, and he would have had Ray dead. <laughs>
0: yeah, which is true. Which I don't understand because he's like so interested. In, that that doesn't add up to me. That doesn't track for me. I got beef with that. Whoa. <laughs> I do. Yikes. I got beef. So if he was going to shoot him and he was so desperate because he's raised the only person that has the coordinates that Mr. C needs,
2: mm-hmm.
3: why would he, why would he kill him? Because he'll fight it some other way. I just, I just don't get it. So anyway, Mr. C arrives to a farm and he's greeted Not by- Z by- farm? <laughs>
0: I don't
3: know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <It> might be. <laughs> she arrives at a farm. Uh, he's greeted by Hutch, and uh, Hutch calls Chantal out. Uh, she needs clean phones and ammo for his gun. But, yeah, uh, I think Hutch is going to hook him up with something else a little more appropriate. Like what? Bigger guns. Ooh. Real good guns. Magic guns.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Chantal has a uh, red number one on her shirt. Missed it. The one one nine boy has a. Number one on his shirt. Miss that. Are they connected? I have no idea.
3: Carl said it. It's all connected. (laughs) Something to think about. Uh, Back on the plane, we've got to convince Diane to stop over in Buckhorn because she wants to go home. Yeah. She doesn't want to make any more stops. No. Uh, She didn't want to come out here in the first place. That's right. (laughs) So we got to get her to stop, but she's going to need a drink. Stiff. uh, This is a Blue Rose case, and it might interest her. Albert knows how she feels about the situation without asking. <laughs> but then I, I need a little explanation here because she looks at her phone and it just says blocked. Was she getting a call or a message that she couldn't get? Or did her phone? Why does her phone say blocked?
1: Maybe it bricked.
3: Well, but she uses it later.
0: Maybe she got a new one.
3: She didn't put it in airplane mode. Mm. Mm.
0: It is a red box. Mm-hmm. So I was immediately reminded of the red box on
3: Duncan Todd's computer. I was reminded of the red box on Hicks and Pike, where I rented a lot of videos in the day. Nice. Very nice. Great shout out. <laughs> shout out Redbox.
1: If yeah. you're looking for a free rental from Redbox, use code talking backwards
3: somewhere. Try it. <laughs> it might work. You never know. But yeah, um, I don't know it was shown it was shown for a reason it was shown for a reason i i, I just couldn't figure out what was really being posited there was if was it that she was was she trying to be communicated with yeah. but she had the the contact blocked or was her service blocked well, because she was in an airplane it's
0: also such a weird image because it's not a image that i know of from seeing on a phone it's, you know so just it just no me, this is not a phone image. it reminds me that that made me think of boop again from the last episode with mm-hmm. his weird stuff on his phone when he was removing changing license plate numbers. <laughs> and yeah, you know, I was just, I, my initial thought was maybe he was trying to connect with her or something. And just because of the red box connection,
3: because she seems what's the word Ex, exasperated by the fact that it's shown up on her phone. It's like, again, yeah, I don't know, I just wasn't sure of the context in that moment for that. Uh, We get a call from Warden Murphy in the plane. Yeah. For Gordon Cole. Because Cooper flew the coop.
0: Yeah. Flew the Cooper. Not the first time we've heard that phrase in this. Not
3: coop flew the coop, but Mm -hmm. your partner flew the coop Mm -hmm. from Albert to Cooper. About Wyndham Earl. About Wyndham Earl. Partner flew the coop, coop. Wyndham Earl. Wyndham Earl. What a letdown. (laughs) Or the sleeper hit. So would...
1: Boop B, was when that came up, was that talking about like, Boop is kind of a mixture of Windham Earl and Bob in Coop's body. Just kind or, of, a, just kind of a, a
3: bad guy. Coop soup.
0: I think yeah. that's still yeah. such a weird theory. I, if anything, I think there's just a very small part of Wyndham in there. If that, if if that even holds any weight, I have no idea. All I'd the good be, parts. I just, but there's nothing else about him, and uh, maybe I'm wrong. I feel like there's nothing else characteristically that I'm just like, well, it's him.
3: Boop's not running around playing chess.
1: I mean, he might be off screen. He's not.
3: In a way, he's playing a game of chess, a deadly game he's of playing chess. Playing a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely playing games with people. Yeah, I I, li- if I like if we the ever theory. see
1: Boop strap. Uh, or tie a string to somebody's mouth with a spider in a cage hanging above them. Yeah. That's a telltale then we'll sign. No. Uh,
3: we got Mister C and Chantal walk, doing a walk and talk. Uh, they pass two dead people, and I, I assume these were the owners of the farm. Yeah, the farmers. Well, when he first arrived, he said, "Who owns this property?" He said, "A couple of farmers." Well, uh, while Mister C and Chantal are walking, he sends a text that reads, "Around the dinner table, the conversation is lively." Yeah. That, again, old tech. Yeah. Just this old T9 text flip phone. Did you catch the timestamp on the phone? Did not.
1: It's not T9 though. He's not doing T9. Oh no. Because he's clicking through all the. He's
3: he's clicking through letter by letter. <laughs> yeah.
1: T9 is when you would hit just hit the letters and it would kind of guess.
3: Oh, I remember that.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. So he's like, don't miss those days. Older tech. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even um. worse. <laughs> Uh, the time stamp on the phone is
3: 1109. Okay. Are you 119? serious? Yeah, he sends a text, and then we just go to some office. We've seen it before. Yeah. I thought it was the upper penthouse to Lucky 7 Insurance, but I, I guess this is just an unassociated office where uh, a character credit is credited as Duncan Todd is sitting and gets a call from Mr. C. Yes, if it's done yet. And gives him an ultimatum.
0: I love this because we finally get our confirmation that they're working together. Mm-hmm. Or or he's working for Mr. Yeah, C. Mr. C is the one calling whatever shots he's calling through that guy. To get the to hit the hits out on Dougie. I mean, mm-hmm. we the hits. could have assumed that, but um nice to see it confirmed. Finally.
3: <laughs> Nine episodes in. <laughs> yeah, Todd calls in a Roger. Roger? Have we seen Roger before? Um See, the first guy that asked him why he lets him do these things. Yes. Okay. Same, same guy. Same guy. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was hoping. Back to the farm. Is it
0: our first Roger?
3: <laughs> I think so. Roger Hardy. Roger Hardy? Oh, that was forever ago. Yep. <laughs> two Rogers, though.
0: It is a double. Roger Hardy from season two when he comes in to uh, strip coop of his
3: <laughs> FBI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's one of the guys on the panel. Yep
0: is a double.
3: Well played. Well found double. I did not pick up on that. I just th- heard the name Roger
0: and my brain started spinning. I was like, wait a second.
3: <laughs> there's another Roger. I heard about you. Back on the farm, uh Hutch got Mr. C a bag that looks real good.
0: Yeah. It's real good.
3: I'm guessing it's full of big guns. It might and be full. I, I assumed it was full, full of cans of cream corn. And sub sandwiches? No, nope, just cream corn. <laughs> hey.
0: and, and maybe Cheetos. There, are, There's corn and Cheetos. It's a corn chip. Corn puff.
3: It's a puffed corn snack, so you can see why Mister C would like it.
1: I thought they were Fritos, <laughs> which is a corn
3: chip. That is a corn chip. Yes, That's
1: true.
0: pretty sure they were
3: Cheetos. Are you saying there's Cheetos in this bag, or you just want there to be? No, Cheetos he,
0: he throws a. He get doesn't he give Chantel a bag of Cheetos? She gives him a bag of Cheetos. Oh, she gives him a bag of Cheetos. I'd oh, she completely loves Cheetos. Missed that. Chantel loves Cheetos. For the both of, words start with C H so. Cheeto. Chantel. <laughs> Chantel. Cheeto. Chantel.
3: Old Cheeto Chantel over here. Che- Chanto. So Mr. C tasks Hutch with killing the warden. Yeah. And then and he says, and then I've got a double header for you in Vegas. And Hutch's response to that is, I'll let us play too. So is he just super on board to kill people or is he super on board to go to Vegas? Or both?
0: I think, I think he... It's both. I think he wants to gamble in addition to kill. <laughs> yeah, which it's already a gamble. Yeah, to murder.
2: It's murder. <laughs> <laughs> true. It has been another murder.
0: murder. <laughs> um. So, what do, you, what do you think about that uh,
3: double kill there? The double header in Vegas. Yeah. Who do we all know in Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> well, we know a few folks know, in
0: Vegas. We know we know a cast of characters in
3: Vegas. I would imagine that. Dougie Jones is a target.
1: And Bushnell Mullins.
3: Perhaps. Since he's getting a little too close, the heat's a little too hot.
1: Yeah. Spoiler alert. You're related. My grandfather died about three years ago.
3: Whoa. When
1: the show aired? Coincidence? (laughs) Tyler's
3: making... (laughs) Some connections. You're making some meta connections. That are. Yeah, you
0: are.
3: So that's what he gives to them. Uh He gets a wet one from Chantal before he takes off. Yeah. Like not his first wet one from yeah, Chantal. Not his first wet one. <laughs> but uh, I like that he. he Won't th- be the last either. <laughs> he throws his old phone, says kill that phone. Then backs out as Chantal tries to get his attention with kisses and waves. He's just trying to back out. Yeah. And then Hutch literally kills the phone with a shotgun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which if you're going to do it, that's how you do yeah. it. If you have the shotgun ready, why
1: not?
0: Yeah, that's how you kill a phone.
1: Next time I'm outside with a shotgun and there's a cell phone on the ground, 100%.
0: I'm about to shoot. It would have been funny if you just started kicking it and, like, stepping on it. <laughs> One of those things <laughs> with where with you the just, like, in like, hand, yeah.
1: flat stomps on yeah. it and that breaks somehow.
3: Yeah.
0: Fuck you, Gene Kelly, motherfucker. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, those phones don't break like that. No. <laughs> those are bricks. That's <laughs> right. Uh, speaking of Bushnell Mullins, yeah, uh, he's uh, talking with the Fuscos. Get some questions for him. Uh, apparently, one of the explanations for everybody just being cool with Dougie basically being a zombie, given life, is that he was in a car accident once and uh, hadn't been the same since. Yeah,
0: it's true. But not apparently, our, he, not
3: our first mention of an accident either in this series. James mm-hmm.
0: uh, motorcycle accident. James
3: motorcycle accident. A, l- a lot of car accidents. Period have already happened. Yeah,
0: Evelyn's
1: husband. Yeah, was, was killed.
3: I was about to say that was no accident.
1: Yeah, he thought it was probably.
3: In his last moments, he's just like this is an accident, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm having an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Help! I'm having an accident. <laughs>
3: No, he he thinks it's uh, some strange business that uh, he was attacked and that his car was blown up. <laughs> Detectives just got to write that off. Just like, well, see ya. Yeah, yeah. I love the shot too because it just pans
0: over across uh, all, all three of guys. Them.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's just funny. Uh, worth noting, I think that uh, before Vishnal leaves them, when he's dismissed, he grips the air like. One, maybe like a fighter would. Yes. But also, absolutely. we've seen the similar motion in Fire Walk With Me from Lil. Yep. Saying sure a, have, yeah. Saying that the yep. local, local police have a tight grip on the situation.
0: Yep. That's a fantastic connection, Dave. Thank you.
3: I was proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Janie is going to take Dougie to the doctor because they get sent home. And uh, then the Fuscos find out that there was nothing on Dougie Jones before 1997,
0: let's talk about that. Your let's. prediction was 2001. Yeah, Throw sort out. Of. <laughs> <laughs> you were very close. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, so yeah, because we everything's still up in the air with how uh, Dougie Jones came to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like, did he? If there was a car accident, did he stage? Like, did uh, it was was Boop the reason that he was made? If so, did he stage the accident and that's how he just was found, (laughs) you know? Sure. You know, something like that. Um, I don't know. Like, what do you guys think?
3: I think it was still 2001. (laughs) And I think that uh, Mr. C had assumed the identity of a Dougie Jones and then. Oh, like an
0: already an already There was already established the identity. Okay. Then
3: created him and just stepped to the side, passed it off. Yeah. That's smart. You do you. (laughs) That makes sense. The way I stole the identity of Dave Jackson.
0: Maybe it was the same kind of car accident that, just like Boop had, <laughs> <laughs> and back in part three.
3: Certainly could have been. Yeah. Vermint and everything. This is a short exchange about the cost of a taillight repair.
0: Yeah. it's a lot.
3: To the tune of 239 bucks. <sighs> is this
0: where some, nuts. Is this where something gets mentioned about some pliers?
3: Yeah, like the Australian with the pliers they follow up with.
0: Our second p- mention of pliers in the show.
3: Well, not mentioned so much, but we have seen pliers. Seen pliers, yeah. yeah. The congressman's dilemma.
0: All the clues on the table. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah.
3: Pliers, photos of beach babes. Yep. What have you. What does it mean? Nothing. <laughs> I need to know. I want to know the story about the Australian guy with the pliers. It's true. Yeah. But I guess we'll never know. So knowing that talking to Dougie Jones is no good. It's like talking to a dog, apparently. They decide to be Sneaky Beats and sneak a DNA sample off his coffee cup. That's smart. It was was pretty smooth. Yeah, it was very smart.
0: (laughs) Pretty slick. I'll give
3: the Fusco's credit here. (laughs) That was a wise choice. That was pretty slick, but not as slick as the performance off the sergeant that comes to collect the cups. (laughs) What was his name? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I caught his name. Uh, I did either. I think they just refer to him as sergeant, but uh, he's enthusiastic. (laughs) get this. We got a twenty on Ike the Spike. He's great. He's he sells it. I love it. I'm here for it.
1: You know that palm print?
3: Well, guess what? <laughs> Desk Sergeant Broberg.
0: <laughs> That's a shirt. Yeah. It just says Broberg. It's got him on it. I'm I love this, uh, it just says He's best known, this actor, best known for his appearance in 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh.
3: (laughs) I don't remember that. I don't either. That's a reason to go back and check that out. It is. It's a
0: reason to investigate.
3: Um, I'm always looking for a reason to revisit uh, early 2000s Shakespearean adaptions, rom-coms.
0: Going back to even the Dougie stuff uh, with how he came to be, I I would love to know how Janie met Dougie. How'd they meet? Yeah, I am very interested in that. That's a that's a very interesting story. <laughs> like, what,
3: how'd that happen? Dating service, mutual friends, happen chance. Oh. wonder if maybe Janie is a realtor. Don't do this to me, Dave. <laughs> I don't <laughs> need this right now. But uh, speaking of the Joneses, uh, the Fusco told the sergeant he can go and let the Joneses go, but he's not going to do that before he logs that coffee cup. First, I got to log this cup. Uh, Cooper is in the waiting room, and he gets entranced by the American flag. Starts feeling very patriotic.
0: Reminded of his time at the FBI. Mm -hmm.
3: In service to his country. Dougie was never in the FBI. Nope. But uh, we got a a few things here. I got the American flag uh, with the America the Beautiful playing over it. Uh, Some red shoes pass by that catches attention. Were they new? Familiar. New shoes. They didn't look old. Hmm. And uh, then the music turns ominous as he notices the electrical outlet on the wall. Yes.
0: Memories. <laughs> Brings back some memories, as Bobby yeah. Briggs says. He's <laughs> like, I left my shoes in there. <laughs> are my shoes on the other he, side he of the He wants wall? them back. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. He, he sees shoes, and yeah. then the outlet is just like, oh,
0: man. Yeah, <laughs> I lost my shoes. That's <laughs> where they are. Right? They're on the other side of that wall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd love it if he just like... <laughs> Tore through the wall or like
0: walked around it, like looking for looking his shoes. Right. Just, just kicks just it,
1: punches into it. <laughs> and then he actually pulled out yeah, some shoes. Out shoes. <laughs> Andy style, <laughs> punch the
0: wall.
3: <laughs> somebody connects, somebody kicks connects, like, We've been looking for that pair of shoes for 25 years. You just cracked the case. Since Ike the Spike's been made, uh, he's making a call to JT and says, No cigar, just taking a, medical leave. Justin Timberlake?
0: Oh yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs>
3: probably the in-universe <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I... <laughs>
1: what would his Twin Peaks universe name be, Justin, Justin Timberlake? Timberlake. <laughs> I feel like it would be something quite Justin similar. Timberwolf. It'll be, be <laughs> just Timberwolf <laughs> as himself. <laughs> yeah. Forest, ocean, forest pond. Justin
3: Forest Lake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ike Spike says he's taking medical leave. Uh, finishes a big old bottle of whiskey just as the fuzz arrives. So he's g- gonna head out, but he's going nowhere.
1: Yeah, fast.
0: Mm-hmm. I
3: immediately took note of that shot of them in the parking lot
0: because you there's a car in frame, pretty close, and it just says nine <laughs> like, on like, oh, oh, one, one one like big on the signs, like
3: Uh Yeah, and this is where uh, the Fusco's goes, trap him in the hallway. It says, We got your palm print, Ike. <laughs> Actually, we you got your whole palm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love the food This thing where it happens a lot. Yeah. Like he's walking down the hall and then they come around the corner. He's like,
0: I'll just go the other <laughs> way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, what's your plan? You, That's, yeah, uh, where, where you going to go? <laughs> yeah.
3: And you're going to have to move faster than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that when he realizes he's trapped, he just goes, <laughs> <laughs> and i, I imagine that's trying to be like an owl sound like hey make an owl sound but he just goes Ooh. <laughs> so old andy and lucy mm. are uh in a heated debate about what which, chair which is on deep sale lucy wants the base chair the worst choice yes but andy seeds and says you can get the base chair i assume this is for the study
0: Mm-hmm. While they, they play Wally Brando's childhood bedroom. Mm.
1: Yep.
3: Yeah. So they can get back to their. <laughs> that's absolutely what this is. Trumpeting,
1: <laughs> trumpeting, and paddleballing. Yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah, and you saying that just now maybe put that together. It's like yeah, they're converting a room. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they're getting furniture for it. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Lucy kind of secretly, after Andy says you can get the base chair, that's fine. She sneakily orders the red chair mm.
1: and is quite thrilled love these guys did she inception him
3: oh you think she really wanted the red all along <laughs> yeah
0: i think she was just being kind at least well, the way her the expression on her face it just seemed mm-hmm. like she in the moment was just doing something kind
3: yeah i think so too i think when the when the shipment arrives if it's right it'll probably be when they open it green it'll be, well that's the best of both worlds Red and when mage, you mix red, red, red and beige. It was interesting, too, The like a bell dings when
0: she makes the order. I just thought that was funny. Just a ding. I wish that happened. That would be so yeah. satisfying. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd buy way more stuff than I already buy. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just hear that bell
0: ring.
3: I just thought that was an interesting choice. Well, yeah, yeah. and in, in the swipe the card economy, you don't get that ch-ching of a yeah, cash register know. popping open now so you, much anymore. With the chips, you just get eh, 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 eh. Yeah, it's like... Please remove your card. It's like, please give me your money. Insert card.
1: Wrong. <laughs> when that started happening, I freaked out because I thought it was getting declined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such a terrible sound choice.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> At a house, uh, somebody's on the loose.
0: <laughs> Somebody is on the loose.
3: Somebody is running buck wild. There's someone screaming. Mm-hmm. Uh Somebody's screaming out, Johnny. Yeah. And where is he?
0: Yeah, doesn't didn't she say, who let him out? Yeah, who <laughs> let him out? Yeah. <laughs> who let the John out? Oh, 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 oh. We see him running. <gasps> we see him running, and then yep. there's a crash. Yep. <laughs> an accident. <laughs> an accident.
3: He's having
0: an accident.
3: Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, Johnny Horn apparently was supposed to be restrained yeah. and uh, has just been set on the loose yeah. by somebody. And uh, the reason we don't let him loose is because he tends to run headlong into walls and knock himself out.
0: Which is ridiculous. It is. It's absurd. But it's what happened.
3: It is. Um,
0: I was reminded, I think just because of the clothing choice and the blood, uh, he was wearing like all blue. It kind of reminded me of Cooper's pajamas then the end of season two. Mm. Um, just the tire and him bleeding. Yeah. Not sure if that was intentional, but the, just the Im- the image immediately reminded me of that. Um, but yeah, you kind of get the confirmation about it being Johnny. You get, there's a picture of the great Northern there. Mm -hmm. Um, also a picture of, I believe, I need to maybe look that up and confirm it and write it down. I think it was Dwight Eisenhower president. Don't know why his nickname is Ike though.
1: Ike. Mm. It it is. Ah,
0: (laughs) yeah. Ike Ike the spike (laughs) Eisenhower. Maybe.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds a lot like a double. I (laughs) mean,
1: I'll buy into that.
3: Yeah, big confirm that uh, Johnny has busted his face.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, cool, too, that because uh, we get the next scene we have with Bobby's uh, mom, you get two moms uh, returning to the show back to back from the original series. I thought that was
3: interesting. Do we actually see Sylvia? You don't. In, well, in she comes shot?
0: up behind him, I think, to check on him when hmm. she's just saying, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, we don't see, actually see her face, I don't think, in this episode. Gotcha.
3: So there were two mothers. <laughs> She's had two visions. She's had two mothers. <laughs> had two mothers. <laughs> now we're at the Briggs household where uh Bobby Hawk and uh, Frank Truman are coming to ask about Garland and uh, Betty knew that this was going to happen. She did. Cuz Garland said so. He did. I love everything about this. This is a great it's scene. It's amazing. Yep. This is a great scene. Betty Briggs never got much screen time. No. Very very heartfelt kind of retelling of everything Riggs saw in Bobby and everything that he would become
0: she's great too when she realizes when Bobby comes in and he's just like the fellas are here too and you can already see the expression change on her face because she immediately knows what's about to go down and is I it? love that because you can just it? yeah you can just this tell because of her
1: been waiting every day I just
0: thought that was really cool she was very good in, in showing that oh wait a second like this is the moment that Garland told me about yeah
3: it's awesome. Yeah, it, it's a very good scene. Uh, she was supposed to give them something when they came to ask about him. But as she leads them over to a chair. I don't know if it's the back rub chair, but I'm going to say it is.
0: I think, I think so.
1: Did you happen to notice what color the chair was?
3: No. Me neither.
0: <laughs> it was red.
3: <laughs> red chair. And she opens the top of it. And inside, which, what a cool hiding spot. Yeah. One. And inside the chair is this, uh, I don't know, metal hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best I can come up with to, to describe the shape. Yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, just an elongated cylinder with rounded it's ends.
1: A, it's a metal rod. Sure.
3: Yeah. So, Carl rod? Oh. Reaching for it. Stretching Carl for it. Carl said it. It's all connected. Hands it over and uh, yeah, basically just uh, tells Bobby that she's proud of him. and yeah, it's a touching moment, and then they decide to have the coffee that they turned down when they first got there.
0: Now let's have that coffee. Okay, everyone's d- everyone's yeah, down know. at this point.
3: <laughs> yeah, the um, the, air, the air in the room is not quite as heavy. Let's.
0: You guys are gonna hate me, probably. Yes, based on part five with showing you <laughs> <laughs> with showing you, um, uh, the stuff in the background. This scene right here, when it cuts to Hawk notice anything watch hawk's eyes did you see it
1: they he moved were they backwards it's a backward shot for sure but why yeah why
3: that's subtle as what, hell what like a, a, that's so hard
1: to that's catch. a waste of time
0: yeah, why? It, why do it that way it's more backward stuff it's just fan service show, yeah Fancer. I don't think Lynch is a fan. <laughs> Have you seen the return? Come on. This is the furthest thing from fan service <laughs> that you could possibly be.
3: Okay, so <laughs> I guess Hawks eyes are backwards in yeah. in one shot in this. Well, the shot the, sh- the
0: whole that whole sh- I think that was just the whole reversed. pan is the whole pan is reversed. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah.
1: They probably shot it backwards like they wrote it. It was in the script backwards. And they were like, damn it.
3: Now we have the, to film
1: backwards. We'll, we'll just or reverse this, it in Well, this isn't going to make any
2: sense.
1: <laughs> so,
3: Wild. Yep. In Buckhorn, South Dakota, uh, we've arrived at the morgue to check on the body of our Mr. Briggs. Diane hangs back because she's. The Morgans? She, no. The morgue. Oh. Diane hangs back because she's not in the mood to see a dead body today. the day. Are the morgans, the morgans coming over
0: for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, Sp- Tyler likes it.
1: Is Tyler that a, likes that. Is that what they call the people that work at the morgue? The
3: Are Morgans? The Morgans
0: coming over for dinner.
3: Well, if they were, then around the dinner table, the conversation <laughs> is lively. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's all connected.
0: All right. That's, Carl, Carl said it. <laughs> that's I'll the,
3: spare you. That's the text Diane gets. Yeah. In the waiting room. Why does Diane get this?
0: Well, I want to point out did we, did we, did we we didn't say anything about it, right? With Gordon, when Gordon Cole comes in, the waiting room. <laughs> it's the first thing he says.
3: Mm. No, we didn't mention and our that. second
0: mention of the waiting room in the series. Mm-hmm. The the arm calls the red room, the waiting room. Yes. Yeah. What does Cole know?
3: So yes, why does Diane get this text? We know that Mr. C sent a text that said this, but is this directly from him? to her or is this a was Mr. It forwarded? X? Right. Was this a Mr. X? Because
0: there is differences in the text. Is this there? one is all caps. Um, this one's all caps and has a
3: comma. The yes. other one is not. The other one had no punctuation yeah. uh, it was
0: lowercase. Low is lowercase. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice uh,
3: Diane's fingernails holding the, the colors? Nope. Red? It, red? If yeah. you're asking me about colors, <laughs> I didn't catch it. Oh it yeah. Red, black, and white. Red, black, and white. Massey.
1: Like the red room, like the red room,
3: exactly. Mm. Is Diane what she seems?
0: She's got that Leland hair. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: hate you, yo. Diane may not be what she seems.
1: She is even better.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, drink <laughs> <in the> system, <laughs> my dudes! <laughs> oh.
0: Cheers, buddies.
3: So yeah, she gets that text, uh, un- unsure of the source. For me, at this point, uh, in the in the room, we just kind of rehash what we already know about Bill Hastings. Uh, he was banging Ruth Davenport. Uh, Ruth's head was on Briggs's body. Bill's wife was killed by George Bouncer. Yeah, that was the
0: that was what uh, Boop framed. Right.
3: Yeah. I just mean, make sure I got the name right. Oh, that, name. thats yeah, what they think. I sure, yeah. think it was this George, either either Bowser or Bowser. And uh, then they say Bill's secretary died in a car explosion. And that was and, totally new information. Yeah, I don't think we we've ever saw not, this. We've not heard anything about that. We've we've had cars <laughs> we've, exploding all but over. But we've the also place. we've
0: heard about the secretary though, because Ray said he got the information from uh, Hastings secretary. Right. So did they have something to do with that?
3: Could have been could have been a Ray job. Because that's that's we got the numbers from, could've right? Could have been a BJ. Could have been a boob job.
1: Love that! Wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Love that.
3: You really turned that one on its head. Oh. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Speaking of missing heads.
3: Yes. Let's <laughs> let's stay in the morgue. Uh We have Briggs's body. and well, well, for,
0: well tell me what happens in season two. <laughs> That's my damn fine line of the night.
1: <laughs> what happens in season two?
0: Apologies in advance for Albert. Albert with the damn fine line. It's his delivery's so good. Yeah, it's excellent. Damn fine. I also kind of wondered if it was sort of a meta thing with Twin Peaks season mm-hmm. two being the way it was because Gordon's there. I, you like, I like the David looked, Lynch kind of smirk. Yeah, he smirks at him. Yeah, when he like, says oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah,
3: season two. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize in advance for Albert. That's a great line too. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like you're apologizing after the fact, actually, <laughs> but
1: apologizing right. nonetheless. Yes, it's never too late to apologize. Talk to One Republic about that,
3: Tyler. I know it was up forever ago, but I'm really sorry for what it's worth. It's too late; the damage is done. Uh, we learned a couple more interesting things about Bill Hastings. Uh, not only that, his secretary was destroyed in an explosion. And her name is Betty, second Betty of the series. Yep.
1: (laughs) But he also used to talk to dogs. (laughs)
3: Plenty of that coming up. Uh, (laughs) uh, We also learned that he and Ruth Davenport had a blog about looking for another dimension and a website, thesearchforthezone.com, which is a real website you can go to.
0: I don't think it exists anymore, but you can still find it on the Wayback Machine, like in the archives. I think. Because I tried to go to it the other day and it just wouldn't load. Oh well, but maybe
1: maybe the traffic was too high. Maybe
0: the website was amazing. It was straight out of 2000, Mm -hmm. like GeoCities, like just yeah, insane. I don't have time for that, and just loaded with information. (laughs) Yeah, a lot. People were exploring that hardcore.
3: (laughs) And it was last updated November 2015, which it doesn't add up. (laughs) No. (laughs) No yeah they had been looking for this other dimension uh also it's kind of offhandedly mentioned that bill used to be a champion marble player
2: <laughs> What a
1: loser
3: former loser uh, he's not a loser anymore <laughs> <laughs> no, now he's doing great yeah he's doing yeah. he's he's fine but uh there's a there's a fun exchange here between Constance and Albert when he looks at says when did he lose his marbles when the dog got his cat's eyes. Mm. And Albert likes that. Yeah, there is a connection <laughs> to be made here. <laughs> there is a, there's just a, just the slightest hint of a smile on his face. And for Albert, that is worlds. Oh, yeah. That is big. I love that. Also, after that moment, she does not take her eyes off him. <laughs> yeah. She has this like wide-eyed, like kid seeing Santa for the first time. <laughs> just like looking right at him like he's a magic thing.
0: Mm. no one's ever talked to me
3: this way <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever smiled at me before <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I actually I, feel I just that. gave you the headline <laughs> <sighs> so good that uh, pretty much Briggs' body does not match the age that he would supposedly be uh, they they find out about the ring from his stomach that says to Dougie love Janie E and they're just like yeah cool we need to talk to Hastings <laughs>
0: Yeah, they kind of gloss over that.
3: Yeah, it's like, oh, he had a ring in his stomach? Neat. Let's go back to what we were talking about.
1: Because it doesn't mean, like, they don't have any of that information. Well, if... Those names haven't come up, have they? I don't think so, but if there's a
3: strange object found in the body of the the guy who's got this mystery surrounding him, it's like, you look into it.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I feel like they will. But in that moment, since none of those names had come up... It's,
3: It's just frustrating to me that it... It comes up and is like, hey, here's who you right. need to see. So what you're telling me is the show is
1: irresponsible? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Well, maybe not the show, but some of the characters <laughs> in it and
3: their decisions. The show is
1: irresponsible. I feel like they'll get
0: to it, but they're like, we're already in Buckhorn. Let's talk to-, <laughs> to Bill Hastings while we're here. They
1: should do everything in order. They're in Buckhorn.
0: Oh, let's go to Vegas, then we'll come back
3: Right.
1: And talk to <laughs> That's right. But they that don't be But they don't say
3: that. They don't say, well, we're here. We need to talk to Hastings, and then we'll follow up on this.
1: Yeah, because they'll probably today. have to go back to Buckley.
3: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
2: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline.
3: Or anyway. Uh, Look, it's a struggle. But you know what else is a struggle? Tell me. Hard poops. Yes. But also, being in the woods, by yourself, and out of nowhere, after all these years, your foot tells you it's not yours? (laughs)
1: If I had a nickel, (laughs) no, I, this is throwaway, throwaway city right here.
3: No, no, this (laughs) is, this, this is huge somehow. (laughs) There, there aren't answers here. What are they? Hat, feet,
0: shoes, shoes and feet. (laughs) Well, we saw, so I'm not, there it is. I'm not, I'm not your foot. Uh, his foot speaking to him. Um, yes. I assume that's the sparkle drugs or whatever hell he's on. I assume it's sparkle, the Chinese designer drugs. Right. Um, I don't know. So with with feet, there was the shoes that walked by Cooper that kind of reminded me of Audrey with mm-hmm. the red shoes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am not your foot, so that, that's not Audrey's foot. That's the only connection I made. <laughs>
1: the connection you made was that it wasn't. Audrey's foot. Audrey's I needed
0: foot. I needed I needed uh Jerry to confirm to me that those shoes were not Audrey's. Did not know that was ever
1: <laughs> in question.
3: Yeah, Jerry Horn by himself in the woods, his foot starts to talk to him in a hallucination. That's I sure. hope it's a hallucination. I'm pretty, sure, pretty sure it's real. We know what goes on in these woods. Yeah. The woods are wondrous. <laughs> but it He ain't lying. It's also uh subtitled. When the foot talks, when it yes. says, I am not your foot, the same way that the arm was subtitled mm-hmm. and any, like anything that happens, any body part. Yeah, anything that happens in the red room mm-hmm. is subtitled. It does
0: sound like the arm, which I feel like that was sort of why I made that connection of if, if he was on sparkle, I still think something with that drug is connected to the other side. Mm-hmm. Did he
1: accidentally step on like a a puddle of mud? <laughs> yeah. Maybe there were some leaves covering it, and he, it's extremely possible. His foot got trapped.
3: Stepped on the arm's head. It's
0: extremely possible.
3: And I sound like this. (laughs) 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 Yeah, uh, he ends up wrestling himself and basically going full horizontal in midair and throwing himself around. Pretty funny. So this is what he's going to be up to for a few hours, I assume. Hours? (laughs) Yeah. If not days. (laughs) (laughs) I think days. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Very fair. Uh, The Twin Peaks Sheriff Station, where... Chad has really crossed the line. Yeah, he's
0: got two lunches. Why does he have two? He's had two lunches.
3: She's had two lunches. lunches. Chad sucks. Chad sucks. And <laughs> Chad Broxford? He has two lunches, and I guess that's why he thought he needed a bigger table. <laughs> but he was also in no way prepared to be ousted from this situation. Absolutely. He was posted up. Yep. So uh, Bobby, Frank, and Hawk come in, basically say... Yo, eat your lunch somewhere else. Get out of here.
1: I like the idea of a Frankenhawk.
0: Frankenhawk. Well, they also walked by Lucy, who's on her lunch break. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I'm I'm not not here. here. Yeah. Oh, geez.
3: (laughs) She's not there. I'm Frankenhawk. They took all the best parts of Hawk and put them together. So I'm really just Hawk. (laughs) Nothing Nothing has changed.
1: changed. (laughs) Nothing really changed. They gave me some Leland hair.
3: (laughs) So Chad gets kicked out, and uh, uh, Bobby kind of lets Frankenhawk fiddle around with the hot dog rod. (laughs) It's a metal rod. Uh, The Carl rod. Yes, the Carl rod. Uh, I don't know if it's worth mentioning, but they have him open the window to air out Chad's stinky stinky lunch.
1: lunch, (laughs) It was his baba (laughs) Ganoosh. Gabagool. You got the the gabagool,
3: (laughs) but uh, Bobby knows how to open this thing, but he just kind of lets them fumble around with it for a while. But why?
1: Why did he know how to open it? Because it's his
0: dad. His dad.
3: His dad had brought one home before. Yeah. Oh right.
0: That's right. Yeah, he'd seen it when he was a kid.
3: But uh, to get it open, they're gonna have to go back outside. Yep. Outside. Outside.
0: Outside. Which is, this leads to one of my favorite Lucy moments where they just walk by her and she just has her hand up. Yeah, just, I think that's so funny. Dismisses yeah, them. Yeah, I'm not here. Just don't even
3: try it? Yep. Don't even try it. It's wonderful. My my favorite is that they have no interest in trying it, too. No, they don't, <laughs> they don't even acknowledge it. They're on their way out, but it. just in case. Yeah. She throws that barrier yeah, up. I'm not here. But, uh, so the, apparently the way you open this thing is you bang it on the ground, get it to ring like a tuning fork, and then just huck it.
0: Yeah. Do like, you hear that? I love Hawk's reaction to it. <laughs>
3: Hell <laughs> <laughs> What the uh,
0: he says what the?
3: What yeah. the? Yeah, what the So Bobby launches it, they go and get it, opens right up. There's a cryptic oh. piece of paper inside. I love this. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> this is cool. Tell me all about it. Um there's a
0: lot of stuff to take from this picture uh of what's on the paper. Yeah. Uh two papers. I should say. Yes. Um. Tupers. Uh, the first thing that I actually noted was um, 253 was written down, mm-hmm. and we've already heard 253. Pay pairs.
3: Ah, gotcha. Yes. Okay. Pair of papers. Where have we heard 253? Uh, previous.
0: <laughs> uh, the arm in the Black Lodge, time and time again. He mm-hmm. says 253 time and time again. Gotcha.
3: Time um, time. As
0: well as the Mob Zone. Um, it's when That was the time when Cooper on an American Girl run at Pulaski's watch. Changes to 253, uh-huh. uh, and that's when he's allowed to come back, <laughs> I guess. Gotcha. Uh, come back through the socket, back to Earth. It says Jack Rabbit's palace, mm-hmm. so I guess it is about the bunny. Yep. Um, it is a, it's about the bunny. It's about the bunny. What uh, bunny? The bunny. Is it about the bunny?
3: No, it's not about the bunny. The chocolate bunnies?
1: Oh, right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Um, Now we're back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which they don't know what Jack Rabbit's palace is. Never heard of such a place. Um, But Bobby knows all about it. Um, Bobby named it. Yeah. Basically says it was like a make-believe place where him and his dad would, you know, dream up all kinds of stuff. Like a Terabithia.
1: Yes. Imagination. Yeah. Yes.
0: There's also a symbol above the right mountain that looks like uh, the symbol from the card that uh, Mr. C shows. Dark mm-hmm. black dot with, with an ant. Yes. Is there? A, also a
3: moon, like an upside down moon? Yeah. There, well, there's like there, there's flips, a, turnways. There's moon. a red
0: circle above one of the peaks. Okay. And it's completely it's the and, and then you have that that symbol I just said. And then there's like a line above it. And me personally, was, and like like it's I said, in part eight, I was reminded of the experiment because it had, it has little horns that spit out. Bob. Bob. I think there's for sure a connection uh, there. So yeah, that that is really cool. And then you get a nice bit of nostalgia with the next piece of paper mm-hmm. that's behind that. Um, with space the garbage. Space garbage. You see Cooper Cooper and, and the third Cooper is cut off.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> two and a
0: half. Yeah, coops. two and a half coops. I thought that was nicely done.
3: Which is what we have. Starring Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> give, him, give him some work. Be, yeah. It'd
1: be good to work with uh, Bill
0: Hastings again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this also, too, is where people really... Because I don't know that we had a ton of confirmation with specific times and days people really started to think they could put <laughs> say think i think they could put things together with time so you get two dates on here mm-hmm. um it's 10-1 and
3: 10-2 yeah two days from the current day yeah. and the day after right
0: um, baloney <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and this is already with time and twin peaks like i mentioned before with lucy's outfit this is a different time even from where we saw her, unless she changed outfits and went home and changed, and it's the same. So day. these dates are just completely discredited. Yeah, I think I don't. I don't think any of that stuff. She might have time. like a lunch outfit.
3: It's possible. I know that I seems
0: do. very Lucy. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, this is where we have some some specific dates, um, and we get another date later in the episode, which conflicts this and confuses this even more.
3: Yeah, but, uh, they they do make a plan to go to Jack Rabbit's Palace on the date on the paper
0: but two days from now where was it i thought they didn't i mean bobby knows but he never specifically says this is where it is
1: i was confused because i thought it was just like a made-up
0: thing without really giving i feel like any other thing away for you tyler it's just yes it's a it's a made-up place but i think it's a place that they went to a specific location where they'd go and i gotcha make up stuff
3: you know, like, just as a kid, when you would, like, go out in the woods or go to a specific spot at recess and say, okay, this is the courtyard, this is the the king, this is the, the kingdom. Yep. Y- you didn't do that?
1: No, I was cool. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like? I wasn't. <laughs> I was not cool enough to be able to do that. <laughs>
3: you were opposite of James Hurley?
1: No, I was. I, was then I guess I was cool. cool. <laughs>
3: Uh, a name given to a location where, you know, you would just go and make up stuff that was going on that wasn't really going on. I gotcha. So yeah, that's that's Jack Rabbit's Palace. Uh, there are specific instructions about Jack Rabbit's Palace though. It says to go there at this time to uh, take a jar of dirt with yeah. you.
0: Yeah, so just take take some dirt. I don't know how it's worded, but and put it in your pocket.
3: Oh, a pocket full of dirt.
0: Pocket full of dirt.
3: Yeah. Oh. I got a pocket, got a pocket
0: full of dirt.
1: I got A pocket full of
0: sunshine,
1: pocket full of frankenhawks. <laughs> that needs
3: to be like a candy or something.
1: You pick me up a box of frankenhawks,
0: town candy. <laughs> it would be. Take a, a bunch of crunch,
3: uh, medium popcorn, and uh, give me a box of frankenhawks. <laughs> Small or large? It, oh, large. Only one candy can give you a sense of <laughs> truly having lived a life fully.
1: That's the commercial.
3: I like too. Going I'll, on? Well,
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll bring up too with the space garbage thing. Okay, I like too that that uh, even ties into the stuff from the secret history. You know where he sort of maybe realized that information that he got at, at in this scene mm-hmm. from or f- in the scene from season two was maybe wrong. Like he was misdirected. You know, like the owls are not what they seem. Maybe Cooper's not what they seem. Like he put it together before he gave his mayday thing. Mm-hmm. So I like that this is coming up here. You know, again. It's just like, I need to re-deliver this message almost yeah. in the future. I think that's really cool.
3: That is pretty cool. Yeah, Tammy and Gordon Cole go outside to join Diane, who is having a smoke break. Since she can't smoke inside, because <laughs> everybody's a prude. Yeah.
0: I kept thinking the scene kind of more kept going on. They were standing there, that maybe... They keep going on. Yeah, no, <laughs> they, they might, that she might say something about the text, mm-hmm. if she was working with them.
3: I... I think in subtext, there's a lot of dead air here because Cole is waiting for Diane to fess up about something. Yeah.
0: He also really wants that cigarette. Yeah, he's, he's smiling. His eye—it's so funny because if you watch him, mm-hmm. his eyes are looking down at it, looking up at her, looking down at it, and he's like smiling. It is so funny. <laughs> it's
3: very funny. The it- memory
0: of tobacco. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Tammy's reaction to him sharing the cigarette—just like, <laughs> <Yeah>, no,
3: <laughs> you've come so far. Yeah, <laughs> don't falter now, because he that's just, how she talks. Like he just, a, yeah, he just like an old-timey carnival barker. He just
0: takes one puff. He's—he's he's like, I just needed one hit, and I'm good. Whoa, I'm so glad we get so much of Gordon this season. Mm-hmm. It's awesome.
3: Yeah, it is. It is very good. This is kind of all there is here. They just kind of reminisce about how Cole used, used to, to smoke. smoke together. Yeah. yeah. They have, uh, I I think it's just kind of harkening back to how they were close.
0: Yeah, times have changed.
3: Let's go back inside. We're in the interrogation room at the Buckhorn PD. We got Bill Hastings
1: when this scene started. Yes. You immediately said there was something oh, on this live stream. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: but then I feel like you never, it was, it was the Scooby moment because we ruined it for him. Oh, okay.
3: It was a Scooby thing. Yeah, yeah. When we did our exclusive Patreon live stream, <laughs> yep. which is accessible through patreon.com slash talking backwards. It's true. As soon as the scene started, I said, I've got a joke here that I can't wait to make. And,
0: and we both Tyler and I at the same at exact the time, same time we go Scooby stole diving it. stole it right out from and under. And then Dave's me. reaction is so good. He are just so like mm. like. Uh, oh, I was I was not even low key. I was high key mad. You are uh, the image of it is so funny. Besides making the Scooby connection, which yeah. is just wonderful, it's um, unavoidable. This is it is this is an incredible incredible scene with with Matthew Lillard. I just, I was just like, dude, this guy can act. This is awesome. Like he's so great in this. I think Yeah, this scene is wild. Um, and I can't remember specifically, I don't know if it was said in the comic con and I can't remember if it's both actors or, uh, or what, but, uh, crystal bell who plays Tammy and Matthew Lillard. I I almost say one, it was, this was Tammy's first scene, but I almost think this was his first scene that they shot for the, for, for the, the whole show. thing? Yeah, for the whole thing.
3: I was like, what a <laughs> first scene. Well, yeah, get it out of the way because this had to be exhausting. Yeah,
0: very exhausting.
3: Just super hands up the distressed <laughs> yeah. ad- adults. What, what? He's
0: already a wreck when they go in there, but I love I love his reaction because she's like FBI and he's like, FBI? I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> I just man. can't believe it. Like, what oh, have I, got? I it. Yeah, what have I done? <laughs> Why is this happening to me?
3: Yeah, just the the distressed husband whose wife is dead and he's arrested. And now that the FBI is involved, he's just, he, he's, he does well with what he's given. Yeah. We'll say, uh, Tammy questions him, uh, about the stuff he and Ruth Daverport were doing. Uh, he's kind of cagey about some of the details at first. He's like, did you, did you not research things about another or another dimension? You said, you're looking for this zone. He's like, I do a lot of things. I, I read a lot. Nerd. It's like, yeah, that's cool, but I, asked, I just, I, but I I I just suddenly
0: just got this image of him in like his I assumed you just had this little library in his house. <laughs> He's just sitting there in the it chair. Was, <laughs> this is the chair. No, he always uh,
1: went to visit oh, Ruth, Ruth, Ruth Davenport Ruth in the library. Uh, in the library.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. That's how he met. He was checking out some books. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and her. Who?
3: Hey. Ruth is the one who found the time and place to be to access this other dimension. So I'm just like, man, she clearly knew some shit. Yeah, she
0: <laughs> that just added like a whole nother layer to this character we've never met. It's <laughs> like yeah, whoa. It,
3: it sounds like she did a lot of the legwork to yeah, actually yeah. what's this get the info.
1: Annie in a witness protection program. This theory. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is new. <laughs>
0: that is Tyler's bold prediction.
3: Tyler's bold prediction. <laughs> what, was there ever any reference to Annie being any kind of librarian or no? Okay, I, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I, I was just making sure I didn't miss something that that made you think that.
0: Did, I mean, did it mention that she liked to read? Well,
1: to the him? fact that she was—I feel like she had been to the
3: to the nunnery bookstore. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of something else.
0: I like that though. That's interesting.
3: Yeah that that would that would be wild. Like <laughs> she so would bad, know bad. how if she.
1: Like, she knows how to get into the Red Room. or She's she, been there. She's, she's been, been there, there. Yeah. yeah.
0: She's touched the other side.
1: And she can't, like, she would know the gen, a general location, so maybe she would know how to access other things. Very possible.
0: That is entirely possible.
1: And it was all in search of a ring.
0: Maybe Ruth is the... Because that damn nurse stole it right. from her. Right, maybe Ruth Davenport is the nurse. I, I don't <laughs> like that. <laughs>
3: So Ruth had found the the time and place to be to touch the other dimension. Uh, when they did so, and they met Major Briggs, the Major, the major, uh, Bill points out that he said that Briggs had, initially he says he'd been hiding there, but then he changes it to hibernating. And, like, he was just waiting for somebody else. He wasn't looking for Bill Hastings and Ruth Davenport. He was waiting for somebody else to find him. And then he asked them to find him some different coordinates for him to go to. And Ruth found those by herself in a military database, I want to say. And wrote those numbers down on her hand. When they brought them back to Briggs and were going to meet back up with him, they were attacked. And whoever attacked asked Bill for his wife's name, which he gave them, obviously. And after this, he floated into the air.
0: Which that, saying that, reminded me of the giant in part eight. Yeah. Floating. I immediately made that connection just thinking maybe that's how it looked. (laughs) I just started picturing the Major floating up.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, floats into the air, says Cooper, Cooper. Yep. And then Ruth just dies, apparently, from the way he describes it. Right.
0: Which is like, was that from who was attacking them? Well,
3: so they, he says that people came out and attacked him and held him down, asked for his wife's name, Bill, and then I guess Briggs separately floated away and says Cooper Cooper, and then in the same instance, like while that's going on, they continue to be physically attacked by what I assume would be the woodsman. Because he says that everything happened, it was beautiful, mm-hmm. and then, that's,
0: Ruth, and that even with those beautiful, I just figured that's that's why he was seeing the giant float up almost mm-hmm. giant
3: style. Like, yeah. Oh man. He yeah. Apparently, the image of Briggs floating away was beautiful, and then Ruth was just dead. That he didn't kill her, and so Tammy asks who did kill her, and he says, "I don't know. There were so many people there. Woodsman. I assume woodsman."
0: Does he talk here about... Because I can't... Re- there's a lot of information here. I can't remember. Does he talk about Briggs losing his head anywhere in this? Or does that not get mentioned at all? Uh, I, I
3: think he does say... Uh, when he says it was so beautiful, I think that was when he said Briggs's head floated off. Right. Yeah. So
0: like, did someone cut yeah, he, his head off? <laughs> he he <laughs> says Briggs's head floated, floated off, yeah.
3: and then that's what was so beautiful. Weird. Weird stuff. So yeah, this this is a convoluted story. This yeah. is... It's a lot it's a lot uh, who are all the people that were there it brings up a lot of unanswered questions yeah where's
0: where's? could do a whole unanswered questions segment on this segment on this, this scene
3: yeah where, where's all the who, who's doing what yeah through this whole thing it's a very disconnected story but it's it's the best account we get
0: well they have him point they have him uh point to who's the major in the picture right, and photos. circles and dates it yeah. circles and dates it this adds more date confusion a lot of because we already get dates in the previous scenes with the papers it almost looks like he writes down 920 but there's a line coming out of it that makes it almost look like a 929
3: it's like September 29th well doesn't he say aloud the date that he writes he, down to
0: he does he does say a date and I can't tell if he says 926 or 927 which doesn't add up to what we see on the paper um, and Ruth, remember, Ruth died on 922, I believe they said, um, or it said somewhere. Also, super confusing, uh, they asked him his age. Bill Hastings says he's 43. His driver's license, which was shown earlier in the series, says he was born August 15th, 1973. That would make him a Leo Johnson. <laughs> That's not important. Um, <laughs> back to when Boop was arrested, uh, his arrest papers also listed his birthday as August 15th, 1973. Is not 43 at all.
1: I mean, he could be. He's just spent a lot of time in the tanning bed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> According to the, the Dale Cooper. Set
3: it to the leather.
0: The <laughs> Dell Cooper autobiography, it has his date of birth as April 19th, 1954, which that would make sense to what we know about Cooper. So why does the arrest <laughs> of Boop have the same birthday as exact same day and year as Bill Hastings? separated um, at birth
3: could it be that Boop lied
0: no <laughs> could be
3: i mean we know forged he's forged documents he's had
0: yeah i mean he's had some associations with the law the hastings <laughs> or hastings wife um now for a little fun I this was this was a reddit thing I found that just God, i just where do people come
3: up with this I have no idea I'm just glad we're finally having fun
0: yeah so uh 1954 the year that Cooper was supposedly born the birthday. Mm-hmm. Add 43 to that. The age. 2007 1997 The year that Dougie <laughs> is the first record of Dougie. Um, and forty three is also just four three being a part of four three zero. Part of the giant clue. It's just some fun. I was just like, how in the world does forty three how does that add up to numbers we've heard in this episode? <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable.
1: Fan service. Wax. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Coincidence? Back to the great door, then. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> so yeah, Ben Horn and Secretary Beverly are still looking for the sound in the hotel. Uh, Beverly calls it a mesmerizing tone, and Ben likens it to a monastery bell ringing. So and Josie's in the walls. Yes. Classic situation. Of course. Uh, then they have a sort of will-they-won't-they they moment, and they won't.
0: Ben's not, a changed man. Yeah. yet. Was not. <laughs> I, I
3: think he is, because... Yeah.
0: When Doc Hayward hit his head off, <laughs> on the fireplace, changed everything. Well, he was uh, already changing before that. He was becoming a
3: good person. He
0: switched from cigars to carrots.
3: Yes. But uh, no, Beverly calls him a good man, and Ben seems to be a little more in control of himself. I'm a, I'm and a, little a good more at peace. Man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <Well, laughs> I don't man. have that. Speaking of jams... Sweet jam. Strawberry. Let's go to the roadhouse. <laughs> Let's
0: go. Let's do it.
3: Uh we got DJ Hudson Mohawk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Just playing some tunes. Strange opener. <laughs> yep. <laughs> for the upcoming acts. Yep. But uh everybody's at the roadhouse getting down to this DJ. There are some patrons. Yes. One of which is a dirty blonde girl mm. who gets joined by a less dirty brunette girl who jokes that. The zebra's out again? The Z word? The zebra. Zebra. The zebra's out again. Is that a zebra? Yes. <laughs> and it's out.
0: And then they mentioned, later mention a penguin.
3: Yeah. So two black and white animals. Yeah. So I, I guess the thing there just being black and white. Yeah. Uh, so that doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, the blonde girl had gotten fired from her job serving burgers for coming in high. Also, not our she our, thinks not our first
0: uh, black and white animal uh, that was mentioned uh, skunk back in part one at the Great Northern. <laughs> is that a triple? Maybe. Yes.
3: So anyway, a dirty blonde girl got a new job serving burgers. <laughs> she showed them across the street. Uh, there is a disgusting <laughs> shot. Mm-hmm. Of a wicked rash that she has. Mm-hmm. Is that a sparkle side effect? Very possibly. It's like a meth sore. That's even what I... I mean,
0: the only connection I can make with the animals, with the black and white, just thinking of the Red Room, because I still think this drug has a connection to the Black Lodge. I think that's how Red could do his magic. <laughs> uh, that That's all I could, could get from the so, random words.
3: So do you think that this drug is a product of Mr. C, this is how he made his billions, started this drug and dispersed it to kind of poison the world and make them more susceptible to Black Lodge influence to kind of tighten the grip, as it were. The Bushnell Mullins grip. Yeah, the, Bushnell- <laughs> the old Bushnell
0: grip. The
3: old yeah.
1: Battlin' Bud wrist. Did they not say like this drug was kind of new? No, they may
0: have. I really don't know. I don't know. Have to go I'm back. just spitballing here. <laughs> no, but yeah, I like that. I like yeah, that a lot. I mean,
3: that, that's great. That's great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like the thought that uh, this is a substance that kind of gives Mr. C a little more control over people in general. And if he can, if he can widen the, the lodge's grasp on things, then that would give him a little more sway uh, over people to give him money or mm-hmm. to just put himself in better positions wherever he is. Maybe, maybe, so they're super gross. Uh. <laughs> also,
0: the uh, girl playing uh, the rash girl, yep. um, doesn't, Rashida, doesn't have, doesn't have the rash in real life. Are you yeah. sure? Pretty sure. Sky Ferreira, who I mentioned on this podcast before, uh, her album uh, "Nighttime My Time." She's a big David Lynch Twin Peaks fan. Um, not sure how she got asked to be on, but that's that's her. Cool. She made a little made a little cameo. That's nice. Yeah, I like little, that. little fan service.
3: <laughs> a little fan service. In a way, yes. <laughs> Servicing a fan. Yes. Yeah. Ap- after that exchange, uh, as we mentioned, she asks uh, the brunette girl if she's seen the penguin.
0: Oh, she's
1: seen the penguin.
3: Then they just laugh about it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's funny. Do you not get it?
3: I don't get it. I
1: don't
0: it. get it. Wow. Uh, qu- to quote Tyler from uh, every, episode, every episode, <laughs> I don't <laughs> get it. I don't <laughs>
3: get <forget> it. <laughs> And then uh, to play us out, we have uh, a returning musical guest, Ara Simone. Very oh, very that, are they returning. Yeah, yep. very
0: welcoming return. They were in part f- four. They're mm-hmm. okay.
1: back
3: with a different song, right? Different song, yes. Yeah,
1: uh, it should have
0: been the same song.
3: <laughs> it sounded that would have been play something. that same song. It sounded very familiar.
2: <laughs>
3: I heard someone say same song. All right, same song again. <laughs> yeah, that's now this. Uh, this is a violent yet flammable world. Yeah. By our yes. boss Simone. Good tune. And that plays us out. Part nine, babe. it's Part nine.
0: This is the chair. This is the chair. <laughs> interesting episode. Interesting. Um, Interesting. I, I I will say the show is a gift and talking to you boys about it every week is a gift. Well, that's really pleasant of you to say. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, it's interesting. It brings up a lot of questions as, yes. as every Twin Peaks episode does. Uh, it brings up more questions about Diane. I remember mm-hmm. th- thinking about this a whole lot <laughs> afterwards. Like what is her deal now? Who the hell is Diane <laughs> oh, working with? Oh, 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 oh. oh, he's back. He's back. It's back. Yeah. Oh, I love that
3: so much, Tyler. Giving the people what they want. Yeah. yeah. It's um, the only
0: reason they tune in. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of stuff I I really love about this episode. Uh, the chair scene with, with Betty, so good. The Garland Briggs stuff with the papers. You don't uh, like the
1: chair scene with, with Lucy? Lucy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that one too. Uh, Garland Briggs is kind of all over this episode. Mm-hmm. All over it. Uh, it's amazing how you know so a character who's not really here you know uh is such an important piece of of mm-hmm. this show and a piece of the puzzle um and i love that cuz he's one of my favorite characters from the original show i think i think it's awesome he's always been such a great mystery and i mean he's he's adding so much to this without actually being here and i think they did that in such a really cool way and then the scene with matthew lillard amazing i love i loved his acting here um i thought it was really good mm-hmm.
3: yeah Good episode.
1: Yep. Good episode.
3: It's a very good episode. Uh, a lot actually happens. Uh, raises a ton of questions. <laughs> That's uh, all. Right. Like it's, so much happens, but there's so little progress. And it's yeah. It's getting there? No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's getting there. Uh, I mean, there's, there are just a couple of, what you would assume to be throwaway scenes. Sure. That I, I feel like there's going to be more about. So, uh, Jerry horn and his foot, yeah. uh, Andy and Lucy in the chair. I feel like these things will matter in some capacity. Yeah. Later, even if not in the big picture for these characters, like something will change for their individual arcs. Uh, I hope so. I hope something comes of it because otherwise it's just weird. <laughs>
1: I think it's the ladder.
3: Could be. Could just be weird.
1: Nothing matters.
3: (laughs) None of it.
0: (laughs)
1: Show's going nowhere. (laughs) Fast. None of it relates to Twin
0: Peaks. (laughs) (laughs) I got some questions for you guys. Okay. In a segment I like to call Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries.
1: Sibilances.
3: Unsolved Mysteries, of Killer. course, is when Tyler and I give scientific and canon facts yes. to support arguments for questions Patrick has.
0: Is Diane in cahoots with Boop? No.
1: She wouldn't do that to me.
3: No, no, not no she wouldn't chance. do it. I, a... I think her intentions are pure, and whatever she does is going to be just fine.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, she would have been that whole interaction between her and Boop would have been an act.
3: Yeah, she was definitely shaken up by her experience with Bob Coop. So I don't think she's working with him. I think she's working at least against not, him. At least not knowingly. Unless the text was from somebody else who was saying, yo, I just got this from him. Watch your back. Mm. Maybe she's got a man on the inside.
0: But it's that fucker Ray. Who's the doubleheader that Boop Hutch and Chantel to take out in Vegas.
3: So it's Dougie Jones for sure. Is it? So we got we got and Bud, Jim Belushi, Robert Nepper, The Kid, <laughs> Sunny Jim, Sunny Jim, Janie E, mm-hmm. and the East Street Band. Yeah. Probably just all of them. Yeah. It's just going to kill them all. He, he, that's what he calls a doubleheader Who killed Ruth Davenport? Abraham Lincoln Logs.
1: Mm.
0: Frankenhawk. Oh, okay. <laughs> is the conversation around the dinner table actually lively? Depends on which dinner table.
1: Is it the the Palmers? Are there deviled eggs? Is there cream corn? Is it a holiday? Well executed. If there's cream corn, you know it is.
3: necessary. And now, as always, following unsolved mysteries, we're going to pop into the Reddit room for a moment. Reddit room. Oh, is it cold? Is it too cold? It might be too cold. I'm cold. So, in the Reddit room, we uh, go to the posts of Reddit when the episode originally aired and see what people had to say. Uh, got a few really good ones here. Uh, from. Drux hyphen y. Uh, they say, "Let's go scuba diving." Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, from Diogenes the Hound from three years ago, we have. I want to go scuba diving.
0: <laughs> I love that. That's all he wanted. That's, that's, that's all he, he wanted. just wanted he to, to, go s- to go to. The we Bahamas. were gonna go scuba diving. <laughs> Was Uh, he going to divorce? Was this just an affair? Was he going to divorce? They had all these plans. I was like, what? He just wanted a vacation. Yeah, what's going on here?
3: Uh, Lastly, uh, we have from Zalbearer-imdb. Zoinks, I
0: wanted to scuba dive. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone made that connection. Yeah. Wow. Wow.
3: That's just a few that I pulled (laughs) of all the multiple instances of scuba diving. And that's all I really wanted to address. We can leave the red room. All right. right. The reddit room. Bye. Reddit room. And now that we've passed back through the veil of consciousness and stepped back into our corporeal forms. I feel better. Yeah, it feels better, right? (laughs) Yeah. Not nearly as cold. Let's rate this. Yeah, on a scale of one to five, James Hurley foreheads in a segment we call Talking Foreheads.
2: Talking foreheads.
3: James! James. <laughs> harmonized uh, James. <laughs> I harmonized with it. I thought of that. like, I don't know where I would just go.
2: Just James.
3: Uh, this is Talking Four Heads. Uh, Dave, you start us here. I'm going to start us here. It's it's a great episode. It keeps moving. Uh, not a lot of dead air, which I appreciated after part eight. I uh, think this one's going to be a four and a half just four and a half wow just a just a little bit shy of five because there's just there wasn't a lot of payoff for a lot of things that happened but i'm super intrigued and it makes me want part 10
0: i want it i basically feel the same way and i think the i think like i said before all the major brig stuff really did a lot for me with this episode um, and he's
3: doing a lot of work on this one. He's, yeah he's doing he is he's
0: doing a lot of work we're not seeing it but we're hearing about him mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I I'm with you here I, I give it a four and a half
2: just four and a uh, half
0: Tyler.
1: Tyler my boy same oh look at that whoa I know wow it did, I mean it, it, there was a while. lot of there was a lot of stuff that happened yeah which is rare. <laughs> so it's nice to see. Yeah, very eventful. Um I guess the only thing keeping me from it from a five was no Audrey. No Audrey. Who? No. Um I I just feel the same as Dave, you know. A lot happened, but nothing really. It's like your it's descriptions yeah. for every episode. Yeah. A lot yeah. happens and nothing happens. Yeah. So
3: it's a it's a four and a half. Great.
2: Just four and a half.
3: Very strong scores for part nine.
2: Talking <laughs> foreheads.
3: It's talking foreheads, babe. For anything we might have missed or anything that we need to extrapolate on further, you can reach out to us with your questions and comments at talkingbackwardspod at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram at talkingbackwardspod. Patrick. You can hit us up on Twitter at talkingbackward. Tyler. Hello,
1: everybody, and thank you for listening to part nine. I am the Egg Devler, and I am here to give out some special shout outs to some of our damn fine Patreon subscribers. Today, I would like to give shout outs to Julie Kaiser and Willie Dixon. Thank you all so much for your support, we really appreciate it. If you or anybody you know would like to have their very own Egg Deviler shout-out, please head on over to patreon.com slash talkingbackwards to show us a little bit of support, and then I will definitely read your name into a microphone.
3: Anchor.fm slash talkingbackwards. Also, join our community of patrons at patreon.com slash talkingbackwards. We'll see you next time for part 10.
0: I wish you'd thrown a brick at it. A red
1: brick?
3: An Indian red brick?
1: Buffalo nickels?
3: Brickles?
2: Hawks heritage? Major <laughs> bricks? <laughs> oh. Oh, my God.